Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who are always in the know. For the ones who keep things running. For the innovators and the problem solvers. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. Experienced staff at local branches and free access to experts to help answer your toughest questions. So whatever challenge you face, we have the knowledge and products to help. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, it's Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. We need to take a break from WWE in the draft of 2021. And we need to talk breakout. AEW stars in 2022 and I caught this article on Bleacher Report and I was a little bit fascinated by it. Their qualifications were you had to be new. Now when I read the first couple names, I were like, yeah, they mean young. And then I started reading others, and I was like, well, no, they really do mean new. And, you know, as you go through the article, you realize, oh, it means that they haven't held a title in a major promotion. It's not that they've never held a title, because almost all of them have, but they've been in minor promotions where, you know, they're not very publicized. If you live in that area or that territory, then you may know about it. If you follow that wrestler because you saw them on a different stage, then you may know about it. A lot of them kind of are recently signed to AEW. And yes, I know some of you still want to argue whether or not AEW is a big promotion. Look, when you're getting a million people to watch you on TV, they were getting, I have no idea on their pay-per-view, I should have looked it up, so you are a fairly big promotion, and I know some of you are saying, you always talk about AEW, right, because I just took a break in a WWE series about the draft, come on. Here is how I feel. I've said this numerous times on this podcast, Pro Wrestling Overtime. I've told you over, over.
I'm about great wrestling. I could absolutely care less who, what promotion it's done in. Do I trash WWE for some of their storylines? Yeah, definitely. Do I trash AEW for some of their storylines? Yeah. You know, I thought NWA Empire was an absolutely fantastic pay-per-view. I thought Mickey James, Gail Kim, um, trying to think who else, Madison Rain, um, trying to think who else helped them. But anyway, they put on, for the first time, an absolutely fabulous pay-per-view. Did I gripe? About who took on Deanna Perrazzo and Camille. Yes. But I thought I had every right to. So. I want you guys to understand. This podcast isn't leaning one way or another. I know some of you have wrote me. And if you're wanting to write me. You can reach me at ProWrestlingOT at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at ProOvertime. That's two O's, ProOvertime. I don't want you guys to think I'm not an AEW mark. I am. I'll, I'll wholeheartedly admit, uh, admit it. I've told you guys I was at the third show ever. That was on TV. I enjoy watching them and, you know, the creative that they come up with most of the time. However, um, I'm also a WWE mark for certain wrestlers. Am I for the entire company? No. Why? Because the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. And their creative absolutely right now sucks. I'm hoping this draft will turn it around. I don't know that it necessarily will. But for this particular episode, yes, you're going to hear me mark out for some of these wrestlers that have been signed to AEW because... I believe they may have a breakout year in 2022, and the guy that wrote this for Bleacher Report, his crystal ball is very good. Am I going to do one for WWE? Yes, I am. So calm down. Let's get into it, though. I absolutely love his first AEW pick. Why? Because I got hit up probably three years ago, maybe four. Um, This kid was 17. He was in the Minnesota Territory. A friend of mine named Tim Dennis who you guys uh, may know from Darkness Radio and from Chris Jericho's Cruise. Um, he does some 
ring announcing, uh, promoting, uh, works behind the scenes in some wrestling promotions to help out. He doesn't own them or anything like that. But he told me about this 17-year-old kid that was lighting it up up there. He said, you can check him out on YouTube because he is now getting some people to film his matches and put them up. His name is Airwolf. And I was like, Airwolf? And he said, yeah. He said, um, you're going to want to watch him. He said he's under a mask because he's so baby-faced that every time people were questioning his age, and if he has a mask on, then people assume he's older. That turned out to be Dante Martin, who's 20 now. And I feel like his brother, they are part of Top Flight. I think they were headed for the top this year, probably in tag team wrestling. I think it being October, they would have probably been number one contenders, maybe going into full gear. However, Darius, his brother, got injured in April, I believe, and it was an ACL injury. Those of you who follow wrestling have heard of ACL injuries. You know it takes a little while to come back, especially if you have, you know, any kind of setback. He is at the six-month mark now. Um, For most professional athletes, they say eight to nine months. Have some of them come back at six months? Yes. I know all the WWE fans know about this because of Bailey. And so many of them are wanting her to come back for Royal Rumble, which would only be her six-month mark. So, I'm not really counting on it. And if she does it, then I'll be pleasantly surprised. However, uh, we're not getting very much updates on Darius. And I haven't heard any rumors where he may be coming back early. Wouldn't be a surprise at full gear or anything like that. About three months ago, I guess, they finally talked Dante into performing without his brother. Saying, you know, you can do this. You can be exactly what you were in tag team as a singles wrestler. You have to believe in yourself, and you get the support from the fans, and you get the support backstage before and after your match. He has turned out to be a mainstay on Dark and Elevation. And probably based on that, is why he was even considered for this. But the reason why I said Bleacher Report must have an awesome crystal ball is the fact that he has now been put in a program with Malachi Black. As we saw, I believe it was Friday. I don't think they fought on Saturday. Last Friday, um... We saw 
Malachi Black kind of handle him. Now, is that program going to continue going, or are we going to see someone step in for him? Does he need someone step in for him? So, yeah, I can see him having a breakout, you know, in the next couple months when his brother comes back. He's going to have to protect his brother. Uh, This time next year, they may be an unbelievable tag team. Or they may have broken up and be going against each other. For the first time in their long ahead career. Now, the next one they picked, of course, was Daniel Garcia. If you can't see the talent in this kid, you don't know what you're watching in wrestling. He's 23 years old. Now, if you follow New Japan Strong... Um, I'm trying to think where else he's been. He's been on GCW. He's been on, I believe, CCW. Um, He is a known commodity on the independent, so it shouldn't have been a surprise to anyone who follows the independents. And this is one of the reasons why I encourage you to follow the independents, is You can see stars growing up, and you know it's just a matter of time before they get signed by somebody. Um, This kid, they've put him with 2.0 and kind of made him the leader. But yet, 2.0 is guiding him, which I'm not sure is good. But anyway, his matches, especially here recently, have, I almost said beautiful, but maybe that is the word that I'm looking for. Um, Because they have... With him working with older veteran wrestlers. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who are always in the know. For the ones who keep things running. For the innovators and the problem solvers. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, experienced staff at local branches, and free access to experts to help answer your toughest questions. So whatever challenge you face, we have the knowledge and products to help. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. They've been choreographed to the T. And he has made it look as natural as possible. 
his facial expressions get the crowd riled up, and he is so smooth with his transitions. And he's athletic as all get out as far as the moves that right now are in his repertoire. I think AEW signed the guy that could be the athletic guy the next 10 to 15 years for their company. When you think about him, think Sammy Guevara. Uh, He is very cocky. He's very confident. Very athletic. Flip-wise, but a technical wrestler. And, you know, he's, I think, six years younger than Sammy. He's going to be feuding with MJF at some point. He's going to, you know, be after them. So I think you're really going to be in for one over the next five to ten years as he grows up. Lee Moriarty, a lot of people were like, who? When he took on Daniel Bryan, what, uh, about a month ago now? Three weeks ago? People were like, what's going on? And when he was made All Elite status fairly quickly, People were like, who is this? Again, if you would watch other programs besides WWE and AEW, expand your bubble. Impact Wrestling has had him on. Ring of Honor's had him on. He has been running wild uh, since last year on the independent circle. I saw... I think it was at Warrior Wrestling at their stadium series last year. In the fall, he just amazed me with how he moves and how he puts together a match and how he acts. Again, I agree. This guy's going to be a breakout. Um, They're going to use him some on Dark and Elevation to get his reps in. But I look forward, he's going to have a big program, probably before the end of the year. If not, it'll be right in January. I look forward to this, no matter what, you know. Some of you wrote me after my episode on NWA Empire and felt like I was extremely too hard on Lila Hirsch. She is a young, she's 25, I believe. She's short, stocky, powerfully built. Uh, I believe she's from Russia. And she took on Camille. I had seen her on the independent circuits. And, you know, when AEW put her in and you saw her go one-on-one with Serena Deeb, You knew how great of a technical wrestler she was immediately. Now, does she have the it factor for pro wrestling? That's what I question. Um, And I questioned it in AEW when she first came and was made All Elite. Uh, 
with a tier one contract, I I don't know that I see the personality in her. Now, if you want to make her silent, assassin, heel type character, that's one thing. But right now, she's not anything. I don't consider her baby face. But, you know, when she was taken on Serena Deeb, she was the All-American girl, so her was the heel? No. I mean, she wasn't playing anything. And that's what I threw a fit about at NWA 73. Or, excuse me, NWA Empire. Taking on Camille, who is a silent assassin, even though she's cutting promos and doing it very well right now. Hirsch wasn't a babyface. Didn't play one. She played bland. And there were so many better wrestlers. And by better, I don't mean technically. I mean all around. Promo work. Mic work in the ring. Um, move sets, all of that are better than her. So it was really not that interesting of a match. You don't put basically silent assassin Camille up against another non-flashy silent person. It just doesn't work. So if Hirsch was trying to gain fans for herself or for AEW, I didn't think it worked. Is all I was saying, and you guys thought I was being extremely hard on her. Uh, Maybe I was, since she's only 25 years old. But I was really railing against the people that put her in that situation that she wasn't ready for. Um, I think we're going to see a lot out of her with the way AEW rotates, especially their women's division, because they always are telling different stories. It's not Brett Baker and Thunder Rosa every single week. Uh, it's not Shadia versus Nala Rose every single week. So I think she is going to get a lot of reps. And we're going to get to see her grow. Now, someone that I think everybody is familiar with, discounting him. Um, I heard a lot of people at shows last year were talking about shows or on podcasts saying Brian Pillman Jr. is nothing but a jobber. He'll never be like his dad. Well, you know what? I kind of hope he's not like his dad. I want him to be Brian Pillman Jr. I don't want him to be his dad. Do I want him to be like his dad? Sure. Do Do I care if he is? No, he's his own person. He's 28 years old, and I think a lot of people forget that. Because of the hard upbringing he's had... They've seen him around. You've seen him on Warrior Wrestling Stadium Series. 
he's held the Warrior Wrestling belt. People saw him in MLW. He held the belt there. I believe he's the one that Jacob Fatu um, beat in order to get his belt. That Spoiler alert, he lost. But we'll talk about that in a future episode. But, you know, a lot of people have seen his work ethic in AEW. He hasn't cared where they've put him, whether it be Dark, whether it be Elevation, whether it be on Dynamite, Rampage, whether it be on um, a vlog, it be, be on being the late Sammy Guevara's vlog, um, Ethan Page's, it doesn't matter to him. He just wants to be in wrestling. And I think when you have that kind of passion and that kind of desire, you can't help but sometime in the future breaking through. And him and MJF could be the perfect foils for each other. Uh, Sammy being a semi-heel, him and Sammy could have great programs. I would love to see Brian Pillman Jr. and Ricky Starks in a long, keep-touching base program for the next year or so. And I know a lot of you are saying, you keep mentioning some of the other young stars. Well, yeah. Here's why. So many people want to say... AEW has been built on WWE cast-off. And I don't agree with that. I really don't. I just named five. They're not WWE superstars. Here, I'll give you more. That have already won belts or are already in big-time programs. Um, that I've already touched on. Ricky Starks. Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, MJF, John Silver. There's five right at 30, if not um, a little bit younger, to go with these five. These are 10 AEW superstars that you're going to be seeing. Shadia would be another one. Um, Anna J. Uh, Jungle Boy. I mean, they don't have to rely on WWE former superstars. They're growing their own. And I think a lot of people are missing that. Yes, was MJF a security guard? for WWE in certain situations. The famous one being Goldberg coming down the hallway. Yes. His tryout tape for WWE is on YouTube. So is John Silver's. Um, Their promo work in the tryout tape is better than some of the promo work you see on the main roster, main event, or NXT. Come on. Did Sammy Guevara 
Work as jobbers in dark matches. Yes, go tune in to the early days of his vlog that he put up when he was on the indie circuit. He was all the time wrestling matches in Texas, Oklahoma, places like that. And when WWE would come in the area, you would see he would video it, his matches, and then leaving right off, right after the match, driving ten hours to be in town for a WWE show, and then he would show the dark match or whatever it was. They never signed him. They. Never saw it in him. I don't know what they were looking for. But anyway. Those are the five breakouts. Bleacher Report is predicting for 2022. So, like I said, there will be a future episode on breakout WWE stars. Um, I'll give you a hint. They're not quite as young. Anyway, um, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Like I said, question, comments, problems, or protests. Pro Wrestling OT at gmail.com. Guys, I'll talk to you soon. And hopefully, I'll see you down the road. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers. Mm. Or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more (gasps) bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. This is Doug Maurice from the College Football Survivor Show. And if you care about the college football playoff, this is the podcast for you. My co-host, Shahan Jeharaja, and I have been debating the college football playoff since August, and now we're in the heart of the rankings debate. Every week, we welcome teams into our playoff discussion, we kick teams out of our playoff discussion, and we debate the best teams within context of each other. Where's the committee getting it right and getting it wrong? No one knows the playoff like us. Join us on the College Football Survivor Show.